I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Now, wait a minute. Before you go to sleep, I have to acknowledge a couple of emails from proud podcast participants. This first one's from Captain Eric Yaderberg, and Captain Yaderberg flies an airplane to direct fire bombers, which sounds like the kind of an occupation where you want to be a little careful. Captain Yaderberg is responding to a comment that I made a little while ago. I said I thought the word well was possibly the most overused word in the English language. And Eric says, I think it's the word quite, Q-U-I-T-E. If you go in to edit and, and replace on any document, find every quite and replace it with nothing, it'll improve any prose in most poetry. If you say so, Captain. Don't forget to bring your marshmallows next time you go out flying. Another proud podcast participant, Nancy Lloyd. Nice note from Nancy, and she says, you've probably already been told this, but you were talking about Putty Tat the other day. Putty Tat was Tweety Bird's name for Sylvester. You got the right cartoon family, though. Well, thank you, Nancy. I appreciate that. I love cartoons. Cartoons are a good way to loosen yourself up. Best way to relax, you know, get to sleep. Loosen up a little bit. Life gets so full of little paper-cut kind of problems that we tend to lose sight of the fact that the Lord wants us to be happy, I think. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given us a sense of humor and friends who don't mind when you play a little practical joke on him. For example... Why should you let a missing sock bother you so much? Let somebody else have your missing sock problem is what I say. I was looking all over the place for a missing sock the other day. And I was standing there with the one sock that I had, getting all upset, and I realized this is dumb. So I took the sock that I had to my neighbor Al's house, and while he and Maureen, his wife, were talking with my lady Wonder Wench, I just kind of excused myself, went to the bathroom, and I slipped my remaining sock into his laundry basket. I figured let him go nuts looking for the other one. Just get rid of your problems like that. Of course, he did get back at me. He threw a party the other night. Now, Al has an aquarium, and he's very proud of it. And he threw this party, and evidently before we got there, he had um, tossed some very thin carrot slices into the water. And when we got there, he said hi and everything. And he reached over into the aquarium, and he grabbed the carrot slices out of the water, and he swallowed them. And everybody thought he'd eaten a couple of this fish. And he just kind of laughed. And I said, well, yeah, that's very funny. But, you know, what would you have done if by mistake you had grabbed the real fish? And that was kind of quick. He said, well, I'd just have held up that first fish and tossed it back in and grabbed the carrot slice and said that first fish was too small. Isn't that brilliant? Come on, you've been working too hard. Jump in with us. Have some fun. If you've pulled a couple of fun bits like that, let me know. I'll pass them along on the next Goodnight Podcast. The email is dick at dicksummer.com. Dick's details can be some fun, too. Just little things to think about that make absolutely no difference. But they kind of take your mind off the big things that can keep you awake at night. Do you know that the index finger is considered the most sensitive finger on your hand? Actually, many of my fellow native New Yorkers are kind of sensitive to the third finger, too. 48% of Americans claim they feel guilty when they eat a piece of candy. (laughs) I guess 52% of us have better things to feel guilty about. And the great Cary Grant once said, if you want to succeed with a woman, 
tell her you're impotent. She will not be able to wait to disprove it. What a guy. Cary Grant was the suavest guy who ever stepped onto a movie set. But he never would have been a teen idol, you know, because he was a grown-up man. He was not a boy. Fortunately, some women like men better than boys. And interestingly, becoming a man isn't always a matter of some guy's age, either. It's a story in the Night Connection's personal audio CD about a very young guy who seems to have an exceptionally good shot at becoming a real man. Right now, you're just hoping that you did okay. You're a pretty tough young guy. But that doesn't mean you don't care about people. Especially the young woman that you could have taken to bed right now and you didn't. She was once your buddy's girl. You always liked her. She tried to pretend she was a tough cookie, but she was always really a very sweet lady. You started sleeping around on her, and one night you stopped by to pick him up for a night with the guys, and you found her alone and crying. She asked you straight out if he was cheating. You really didn't want to hurt her, so you just looked at her and you said, What do you think? She put her hands to her face and she lay down on the couch and started to cry. You hate to see people cry, men or women, but especially her. You never really were much for words, so you just kind of knelt down beside her on the couch and rubbed her arm gently, and then you just held her for about an hour until she stopped crying. And she sat up and she excused herself and went to the bathroom and brushed her hair. And She came back and she sat down in the chair and she said, What do you think I should do? And you gave her the best advice you could think of. Tell him you know and try to work things out or end it right away is what you said. Then you told her that you knew he was a big part of her memories and dreams. But memories are in the past and dreams disappear when you wake up. She took your advice and tried to work things out. It actually went pretty well for a while. But then he started drinking and cheating again. She asked you over tonight to tell you that she was leaving town and she wanted to thank you for all of your help. She's going to bring up her son by herself. And she wanted to know one more thing. She said, do our friends know about his sleeping around? You had no choice to tell her the truth. She's still trying to be tough, but... It was a little too much, even for her, and she threw her arms around you again and held you so tight that it hurt, and she cried. She was only wearing a nightshirt, and you knew she was as vulnerable as she will ever be, and she smelled sweet and clean, and she is very soft. You held her until she stopped crying again, and you cleaned up a couple of your favorite jokes for her and made her laugh a little. You didn't touch her. Really hope you did okay. So what do you think? I think he did just fine. But what do you think? Drop me a note if you feel like it. The email is dick at dicksummer.com. The young guy's story is from the personal audio CD called Night Connections. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast or, or you can go to dicksummer.com and pick up the album 
or if you're just interested in that one story and you want a fresh copy of it, just uh, go to DickSummer.com and click on the CD Baby icon and, and download it there. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.